Followers of our blog and social media accounts know that we love to highlight all the amazing work happening throughout the DOC. There's never a shortage of content, and this holiday season, we've also seen a ton of submissions about volunteer work done by the staff and residents of the DOC's community correction centers. I'm Ryan Tarkowski, and on today's edition of the Pennsylvania Prisons and Parole podcast, we'll check in with Mike Winerowitz, director of the DOC's Bureau of Community Corrections, to learn more about how the BCC supports recently incarcerated men and women as they work to reintegrate into society, and how the men and women of the BCC work to support their own communities. So, Mike, for folks who think of the Pennsylvania Department of Corrections as only the agency that runs about two dozen state prisons, can you give us the elevator pitch version of what the Bureau of Community Corrections is and talk a little bit about the mission? Sure. I mean, um, the Bureau of Community Corrections, we currently have um, nine state centers and we have over 24 contracted sites. And our sites vary from different types of housing from we call group home type housing to drug and alcohol inpatient housing, mental health housing, halfway back housing for folks that may be out on parole and they may have a minor violation that we may bring them back to one of our halfway houses rather than sending them back to prison. We have PV housing and all of our centers are very different and unique. A lot of our centers, uh, some of them are residential type settings. Some of them are actual houses. Some are actually um, have multiple floors. Some of them are high rises. So um, all of our sites are very unique. Um, we just don't house offenders. We kind of house offenders to their needs. Our mission has, has always been to provide, you know, a safe environment for our staff and our reentrants, you know, provide good security and treatment services um, to our folks coming out of the jails so we have successful reentry, which helps enhance public safety, reduces recidivism, and it's fis- fiscally responsible thing to do. A lot of our guys, um, I think when, when people think of, of, of community corrections, we're not a jail. I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there that um, we run many, many prisons, and that's not the case. You know, we provide temporary housing for those reentrants that don't have a home plan for parole or just don't have a place to live. Um, they may so I want to ask you the- about, I'm sorry, I want to ask ahead. you about that a little bit more in a minute, but just first to define our terms. So when we say community correction center or CCC, Folks listening to this might know that better. Is that like a halfway house, uh, a term that people have heard before? Correct. And, that, and that's the term that they use halfway house. Um, you know, I prefer the term transitional housing because um, it's only temporary housing. But yes. Okay. And the reentrants that are placed in a Pennsylvania Department of Corrections CCC upon release from prison, why might somebody go to a CCC versus going straight home? Like I said um, earlier, um, they may not have a viable home plan to go to. A, a lot of our folks burn bridges um, with their families, um, and, and their families may not want to take them back in. Um, so we kind of offer a transitional housing to help them build, you know, those ties, those family ties, and try to mend some of those so they can get a more solid home plan in place. Some of our folks have some extreme mental health needs or life skills needs where they really can't take care of themselves. They need some more treatment before they go out to the street. So we'll provide services like that. It's not a permanent housing. I always tell folks, you know, we don't house people permanently. We're transitional. Our goal is basically to get our reentrants back on their feet again, get them working, get them the services they need, and try to establish those family ties so they can get a viable home plan. So the I guess the, the big takeaway is the Department of Corrections doesn't just dump people leaving a state prison out on the street and say, good luck best wishes to you, we kind of give that warm handoff and try to reintegrate them back into society, right? 
Correct. I mean, when it when they come to us, you know, we try to set them up with workforce development services. We kind of continue the services that they do inside the SCI. We provide banking and financial seminars. We provide vocational programming. We provide outpatient services to them, life skills. So we'll we'll provide them different things um, to help them so they can live independently, live on their own, um, or live with a family member. Now, do these guys? Do they? For lack of a better word, do they have to go to a CCC as a part of their parole, or is, does it depend on whether or not they're out on parole, or maybe if they uh, max out their sentence? Who is placed at a CCC? Sometimes they are parole board stipulated to our centers. There may be certain instances where the parole board will stipulate someone to one of our centers. We could also, t- if they don't have a home plan um, and they have a paroling action to go home and they don't have a viable home plan, the institutions can put a referral in for placement. In one of our centers, um, we have a referral unit that reviews all the referrals that come in and will make an appropriate placement based on their needs. Okay, so I think we're at about 34,000 state uh, prison residents right now. How many men and women are under your uh, care and custody in the uh, Bureau of Community Corrections? As of today, um, right, we roughly have a population of 2,200 reentrants um, residing in our sites. We, uh, especially during the holidays, but really all year round, we highlight a lot of the work the reentrants do from from your centers on our blog and on our social media. A lot of the community involvement and volunteerism that goes on in the in the centers. How do those projects start? They can start a multiple a multiple variety of ways. A lot of our centers, because they are community based. Um, you know, we have our staff reach out to um, different community providers asking them, hey, you know, we have a service here that's available. Um, we try to get back to the community. If anybody needs any type of like litter pickup, painting, grass cutting, any type of service, community service that we can do, they can reach out to any of any one of our centers. Then we try to establish those good networks um, with the folks in the community. Because it's all about being a good neighbor, right? Correct. I mean, in, in addition to our reentrants, our staff also participate in community service. I mean, um, you know, we, we believe it, it's good that our staff also set the example. So it's not just reentrants that go out and do these community service projects. Our staff also participate. And so I mentioned that we we highlight a lot of the actions that your guys, your staff and reentrants are doing on, on our social media. There's always, you know, a handful of folks out there, a lot of what I, I term kind of uh, not in my backyard. There's, there's folks that are uncomfortable about a CCC being in their neighborhood or in their community. What do you say to them? I tell most of them, look, a vast majority of our folks that are in an SCI are coming home. They're coming out to, out to our communities. And the question is, you know, do you want that smooth pass off of them? Um, I tell the community, look, it's better to have a reentrant come through one of our centers and get reestablished, get, get their employment situation squared away, get their banking financial situation squared away, get all services that they may need, whether it be mental health, drug and alcohol, independent living. Let them get their skills developed first, and that will help with their transition. It's better to do it that way than just send them directly from prison right into the community with no skill set whatsoever. Right, because uh, one way or another, these men and women are going to be our neighbors, right? Correct. I mean, they're coming back to us. And the question is, how do you want them to come back to us? Very good. So we're right in the middle of the holiday season. I'm always kind of fascinated about what it must be like coming from a period of long confinement, because folks that come to the DOC for their sentences, they're usually not short sentences. So folks that have been, you know, 
locked up in a in a state correctional institution for several years. Now they're back in the community. They're at a CCC for maybe their first Christmas on the outside in a long time. What do the holidays look like in the BCC? A, a lot of our ranchers, if they're eligible, they can um, receive, a, we call it a holiday furlough, where we'll let them go and spend a day or two with their family. And, and that also that helps them reconnect their ties with their family. But we'll let them go out for a day or two with their family. For those folks that can't get a holiday furlough, whether they're not eligible or they just don't have a family or a place to go to, we'll also do special holiday meals at our centers where, you know, they'll get the opportunity to interact. And, and then we do have some community providers that will actually donate items, whether it be hygiene items, clothing, stuff for our reentrants um, during the holidays in case they do need um, things like that. That's an interesting point. You talking about the uh, public-private partnerships like that. We've talked in the past on this program about the uh, Strive program. It's uh, a way for, um, you know, I think the banking industry and and mental health care and health care, they all kind of came together up in the Northeast to kind of wrap their arms around the reentrance and make sure they have everything they need going forward. If the community wants to help out in the holidays or really any other way to support reentry, how would somebody do that? They can either reach out to me directly. We do have a, a lot of our contact information up on the website, um, on the DOC website. They can reach out to me or the center directors, and then we'll get them connected to um, who they need to be connected with. We're talking with Mike Wanerowitz. He's the director of the Pennsylvania Department of Corrections Bureau of Community Corrections. Again, we're in the holiday season. We've covered a lot of the community service projects and, and holiday projects that are going on out there. Over the years that you've been doing this, is there any one project that stands out or, or one thing that the reentrants and staff of the BCC has done that really make you um, proud? Yeah, we, we have a couple projects out there. We just did one recently where we partnered up with Habitat for Humanity um, out of York, PA. And what we were doing it was we were renovating a house down there. Our staff went down there to volunteer to help renovate a house. And then the following week, the reentrants were coming in behind us to continue the renovations that we were doing. And then Habitat Humanity was going to um, end up giving um, this um, house to one of our reentrants, which kind of is pretty cool. It makes that reentry cycle complete. Um, so that, that project really um, stands out to me. Um, and then we had another one up in um, Scranton um, where we had our staff. Um, this was a, a cool project where we had staff from Scranton Community Corrections also joined with SCI Waymark staff. Um, where they went up to um, Camp Freedom up in Carbondale. Um, they went up, they removed 20 tons of rock in order to um, plant a new food plot. And the rocks were removed to help to repair the road leading to the plot. Um, and the activity was made possible through Camp Freedom's um, sponsors. Um, and a lot of the work that was done on that project um, went towards the veterans um, folks up there. And then the only other project um, that really stands out with me. Um, just this year, we started a lead-based certified renovator course, which is taught by our DOC Assistant Chief of Safety, um, Kevin Tuitt. And the course um, requirement uh, is for certified renovators under the EPA's Renovation, Repair, and Painting Rule Act. And what it does is the course certifies reentrance for the HUD lead safe work practice training. They can get a certification in that. And since April 2022, we had over 143 reentrants complete that course. So there's some pretty cool things that we're doing out there that I should think the public doesn't know about. Um, so, you know, our job is to go out there and educate folks what they're doing. Um, like I said, our community service projects, um, I think they're, I like all of them because it's not just reentrant driven. It's also driven by our staff and our community providers. 
And that lead-based uh, paint removal certification, that's good for um, preparing for a career or a job upon uh, uh, reentry too, uh, something that they can go and, and get gainful employment, right? Correct. Are the residents of the BCC typically, do they hold down jobs? Yes, our, which is really interesting. We had a very successful year with our employment rate. As of today, our employment rate in BCC is 83%. So 83% of our reentrants in, in the Bureau of Community Corrections are currently employed. Interesting. And and I think it's it's important to point out there that these, just to say, holding down a job might not seem difficult to our listeners or to you and me, because we've been, we've kind of built up our, our support systems throughout the years. These folks are coming out of uh, prison sometimes with very little, right? So just the act of holding down a job and, you know, transportation and identification and, and all the stuff that they have to get to, to make that possible is not always easy, right? Correct. Very cool. Director Marunero, is anything else that you want the public to know about the Bureau of Community Corrections before we let you go? Yeah, there's one more project I wanted to talk about real quick. We're currently um, um, partnering up with the Department of Human Services in the annual holiday wish program. So um, we have nine of our state centers, our security division in BCC and our regional offices in BCC are sponsoring a fam- several families in need for the program, which is pretty cool. Both our staff and reentrants donated items to, to wish lists from these families. And we'll have a, a press release coming out on that shortly. But I just think that's a really cool thing that our staff did during the holidays to give something back. And then the only other thing I wanted to, to mention we were recently approved a new grant award for a certified peer specialist in the um, Bureau of Community Corrections. Program's going to employ five certified peer specialists who earned a CPS certification while they were incarcerated, and they're now a successful reentrant in the community. So these CPSs are going to provide support to all of our all of our reentrants residing in community corrections. So there'll be more to come on that. We'll be putting a press release out on that. So we just I wanted to go away some real exciting things happening in the future in BCC. And like I said, if, if folks out there have questions about what we're doing, the best way to get a hold of me is my email. It's um, M-W-E-N-E-R-O-W-I-C at PA.gov. We've got that all on our website, cor.pa.gov, for anybody that wants more information. That made me think of one other thing, though, before I let you go. It's not just reentrants that reside in the CCCs that you guys uh, provide services to, right? There's also folks that kind of check in from time to time. Correct. We have our state drug treatment program, and we have folks that are out in the community um, that have to come back into our centers twice a month to come in and check in, and we'll we'll check to make sure they're attending their outpatient services to make sure they're still gainfully employed. You know, we'll do your analysis screen on them and just touch base with them to see how things are going. Very interesting. And and just to put a bow on the Certified Peer Specialist Program, we have covered that in the past about how it works inside the state correctional institutions. Very interesting that it's coming outside, too, because the folks that have gone through the process are probably some of the best people to guide the next generation through, right? Absolutely. Um, it's pretty cool to see that program go full circle now. It kind of I know in the past it kind of seemed like, hey, we had these folks trained in the SCI. They helped out our, our inmates in the SCIs. And we really didn't have anything out in Bureau of Community Corrections. So this grant is really huge for us. Um, we can actually take that CPS program now and bring it full circle. Very good. Director Wernerwitz, thank you for joining us. Thank you. You can learn more about the BCC at our website, cor.pa.gov. While you're there, be sure to check out our blog for content that's updated every day. 
And don't forget to follow us at Corrections PA on Facebook and Twitter. You've been listening to the Pennsylvania Prisons and Parole podcast. On behalf of executive producer Kurt Bope, thank you for listening. Until next time.